Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a Thursday. Good to be with you. All right, The Athletic, athletic.com, uh, has the way too early NFL power rankings. It's never too early. That's why I find it ironic. Three things I love. Power rankings, never too early. Mock drafts, never too early. And... Purely subjective rankings of the top 100 players in any sport. Never too early for that. It's never too early for that. Like, you actually look forward to, like, top 100 rankings. Dude, the NFL top 100 is must-see TV for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, You actually look forward to February and July. (laughs) February and July are typically, like, the slowest, worst months. Especially when the Rockets suck. It's bad, man. It's bad when... (laughs) It's bad... In a normal year, but when the Rockets suck, February is really slow. It's tough. Because there's just nothing. Because even people that don't like basketball will still, like, they'll hang around for, like, oh, Harden put up 40 on this on the Spurs or something yep. like that. Um, it's just there's there's not a whole lot of, oh, no, Jalen Green is injured still. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, to- totally. Totally. All right. So these way too early power rankings. Seth, I've become conditioned <clears throat> with any power rankings of the NFL over the last two years to just yeah. – just do that thing where you run your finger through on your cursor and just just go whoosh, straight down yeah. to the bottom of the article to see if the Texans are 31 or 32. A lot of people say, hey, Seth, just do control F. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's part of the price you pay and the commitment that you make to uh, being a Phew. fan of a team that's at the bottom. Yeah. You got to put that work in now yep. so that someday you can sit there with your carpal tunnel uh, brace on dude. and not have to scroll down because you're sitting up there in the top five. Yes. Yeah. yeah, dude. My tricep, you could shoe a horse with my tricep because of where the Texans are in the power rankings. You, I, you I, look I mean, like Jeremy Pena. Yeah, 100%. There was yes. a big buzz at the sports radio convention this year about Sean showing up looking like Jeremy Pena. On my right was, arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Just look one like, arm. Uh, you look like Silver uh, Sylvester Stallone in Over the Top. Yes. Like you sit here, you sit here in the studio with like this pulley contraption you've got. Damn right. <laughs> to, to work your scrolling muscles. <laughs> How about this? Twenty seventh in these way too early power rankings, the Houston Texans. Twenty. Yeah. Tw- take right. that NFL. Twenty seventh. Yeah. You want to hear what they have to say about them, Seth? I've, I've, I sure do. Okay, here I'm we bask go. In this glory. Here Hell we yeah. go. Um, Houston is banging on trash cans. And oh, what the hell? Oh, God, what the hell? Wait, what? 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 Is it? We're catching who, strays? Let me see who, the, let me see who wrote that. You can't even give us this? this? Bo Wolf. Uh. Some guy named Bo Wolf. W-L- oh, no, he's w- the worst. W-U-L-F. Bo Wolf. Bo Wolf is the athletics equivalent of like a 1970s zany weatherman. Uh, <laughs> is he really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's awful. He's the one that wrote that fake story about, about Nick Casario getting coffee at Starbucks. Oh, that was the, the worst. Okay. Well, yeah. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to think now. He has him 27. 
I'm guessing his real name isn't even Bo Wolf. He just thought that sounded metal. Right. You know, like, right. yeah, man, I'm going to become like his actual name is like, you know, Jim Sausen Franken or something <laughs> like that. Uh, here's what he says. Houston is banging on trash cans and not in a funny way because this could be a home run off season for the Texans. He's a zany, goofy guy. <laughs> D'Amico Ryan's return to the Texans is inspiring while the tandem of picks number two and 12 give the team hope for the kind of star talent that would help, that could help it take advantage of a relatively weak AFC South. Assuming that first pick is either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, it's easy to envision the Texans being one of the more interesting teams to follow in 2023. If we can get past the horrible jokes in the first sentence, I kind of agree yeah. with the rest of what he says right there. I'll allow it. I'll allow it, Bo Wolf. Yeah. Um, you know, the crazy thing about that, so you wrote this story that Sean and I, like, it, somebody sent it to us in the middle of a segment, and it was hard to under, I was hard to, it was one of those things where it was meant to be satire, but it was kind of hard to tell that it was. So you couldn't quite know what to make of it. So he wrote this thing about Nick Casario getting a black coffee and then taking a sip of it, not liking it, handing it back, and then getting the exact same coffee drink. Yeah. And like the analogy was, the joke was that he was exchanging Lovey Smith or David Culley for Lovey Smith. And I'm like, this. I feel like this guy is trying to sound super woke in a very racist way. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell? Whoa, wait a second. Right. Like, okay, so Lovey Smith and David Culley are just the same guys right. because yeah. of the, the coffee element? Like, what the hell? <laughs> so Bo Wolf can go die. Like, yeah. Um, th- thanks for the number 27 ranking, Bo Wolf. I'll attend your funeral with it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make a – I'll laminate a printout of this article and hang it around my uh, my neck like a... Like At a his funeral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I like about this. Let's uh, divorce ourselves from who wrote it. From his, his blatant racism? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was a okay. different story. This story where he's got the Texans 27th in the power rankings. Here's what I like about it. He's got two teams in the AFC South below the Texans in the power rankings. Yeah, they're pathetic. Two of the five teams... Are in the yeah. AFC South. The Texans, yeah, they may be 27th in these power rankings, Seth, but they are number two in the AFC South. When was the last time we could say that? A long time ago. 28, Indianapolis Colts. 29, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Titans are down bad, man. Yeah. They're down bad. Things are rough out there. Nobody knows, though. It look, uh, Vrabel, I mean, it has all the appearances of Vrabel having run John Robinson out of town, but I think Vrabel is just so popular, and for good reasons, that nobody really wants to accuse him of that. It, but it, but it also nobody really wants to stick up for John Robinson, the GM of the Titans, because he traded away AJ Brown and, right. and tried to replace him with an asthmatic white rookie. Receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at the asthma. No. I'm laughing at the fact that they seem to be shocked by the fact right. that he had asthma. Traylon Burks. Yeah. Can you imagine the owner coming down like, so who is the guy wheezing over there? That's our replacement for AJ Brown. So it turns out he's got asthma. I presume we knew about this. Yes. Sure. <laughs> sure, we did. Yeah. You should see when he's not wheezing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Washington Football Commandos, 30th on this power rankings. Saints, 31st. Arizona Cardinals, 32. Boy, that could be. Yeah. Boy, watching the Cardinals fail this year could be a whole lot of fun with Jonathan Gannon and his little pew, 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 pew thing going on and. Kyler Murray further failing and things like that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. What is that, man? Well, the um, the offensive coordinator there for the Cardinals, that's the guy that used to be with the Browns, right? That's um, Yeah, he's Deshaun's yeah. old QB coach. 
he was the quarterback's coach from Deshaun last year. Deshaun, who finished the season uh, amidst the likes of a little bit above Zach Wilson in, like, the PFF grades. Yes. A little bit below Baker Mayfield, I think, who went out. And Baker, poor Baker Mayfield, honestly. Like, most of his grades are based on showing up, uh, like – 30 minutes before his Off the first street start with the Rams. To start yeah. a Thursday night football game. Okay, who's going to get offended on the Cardinals by this write-up? One of the things they said that they lost um, their best defensive players, including J.J. Watt or yeah. Zach Allen and Byron Murphy are going to be free agents. Yep. It, but I, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's hard to find a lot of fault with that. Um, this is, this is going to be an interesting year for the Cardinals, and I don't feel like uh, – Boy, what do you do with Kyler Murray? He's not going to – if you give a bad contract to Aaron Rodgers, he still has trade value. If you give a bad contract to Kyler Murray, he's going to have trade value, but it's, is it going to be the same as Aaron Rodgers? Even though Aaron Rodgers is 40, do, what do you think? What's your gut tell you? Do people Are people more willing to take a gamble on Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray? Uh, Rodgers, clearly, because whatever it is you're doing, it's for whatever the, the, the window of the contract is. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers has a couple of years left, and you trade for him to get a two-year win. Nobody's trading a first-round pick or multiple yeah. picks for Kyler Murray. No chance. Yeah, he's still a rental. The only yeah. thing with Kyler Murray is there is, like, never underestimate the arrogance of some NFL coaches. I mean, there are people out there who think, like, yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't played for me. You know, he totally. was stuck there with, like, Cliff Kingsbury is a college coach. And yes. I know, like, I, people, for, people still oddly somehow want to take up for Cliff Kingsbury and tell me he's a good offensive coordinator. Um, I just, I have yet to see it. I saw a guy with a whole bunch of talent on offense that just relied on those guys um, doing it on their own, basically. So, uh, so I think there are people out there that would be interested in seeing, okay, what, if I really had some time with Kyler Murray, what could I do with him? Yeah. I think they're wrong, but they will think like that. Yeah, I just don't think they want to do it at $45 million a year. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't think people have an issue. I don't think teams have an issue trading for Aaron Rodgers' contract. I think people would have an issue trading for Kyler Murray's contract. Where are the Denver Broncos on here? They're, they're 21st. So uh, this, this power ranking that has the Broncos 21st, admittedly, as they say, puts a lot of faith in Sean Payton. Yeah. R- Russell Wilson has to benefit from having a grown-up in charge. And if he can just sort of stay out of the way, a healthy Javante Williams can play part, play part of Elvin Kamara for Peyton. Um, so who's – wait, Russell Wilson is just supposed to stay out of the way? Yeah, I think the, the he in there – yeah, pronouns, dude. I think the he is Russell Wilson in that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he can just – yeah, because that's what you want out of your franchise quarterback. Just stay out of the way. <laughs> the guy you're giving $45 million a year to. Hey, if you can just stay out of the way – well, that was the whole Colin Coward theory, as presumably told to him by Sean Payton, was that they need to show him highlights of back when he was a good player and also spend more time with the fellas. Right. Like, okay, nobody wants to hang out with Russell Wilson. That's no. the problem. No. It's not, it's not that, it's, it's not that, like, Russell Wilson wanting to have his own staff and everything isn't as much of a problem as that Russell Wilson is the kind of guy that needs to have a staff around to have friends. Yes. It's, uh, it's like, that's just what it is. So, I, yeah, I don't see – I do think Sean Payton is incredibly bright offensively. I don't know exactly how he's going to salvage this offense with Russell Wilson as a quarterback. Um, and I know these are just one person's subjective power rankings, but I think this will be a trend. The Cleveland Browns, 24th. <laughs> Which I, I don't think there's a team in professional sports that I'm rooting against harder than the Cleveland Browns. This is across all – this is across – 
basketball. This includes the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns. When I wake up, and part of it is the Texans still have first-round draft capital to think about in 2024. But yeah. the other part of it is... The other part of it is Cleveland deserves whatever they get out of this whole thing. Well, the the interesting thing about the Texans is they seem to have stumbled onto what the new business model is for NFL teams in some ways is, look, we'll give a guy a huge contract even if it doesn't feel quite right, and all that guaranteed money eventually will just be part of purchasing draft picks. Yep. So, I mean, the Texans didn't plan it out that way. But it kind of works out that way that you give a guy like Aaron Rodgers a bunch of guaranteed money, and if it doesn't work out over the course of that year, then you trade him. But, okay, how much, how much, how much is three first-round picks worth? Teams would pay a lot of money if they could just plunk down a bunch of cap space for three first-round picks, and, and that's what you got out of Deshaun Watson. Do you think that becomes a more regular thing? teams trading that the price tag for a franchise quarterback in his prime not Aaron Rodgers at age 38 I'm talking like Lamar Jackson would be a good example of whether or not this could happen this offseason do you think it becomes more normal now or at least more frequent that quarterbacks in their prime are traded for major draft capital like Deshaun felt like a total outlier because of the situation and he demanded a trade Lamar Jackson's not demanding a trade the Ravens just don't want to pay him what he thinks he's worth it's. I mean, I, I feel like it's already happened a couple times where it's not. That might not be the plan to begin with, but it ends up being um, the way it works out. And yeah. I think to, the reason these trades get made because remember, like all these old line NFL guys like Andrew Brandt would say, "Well, no, there's no way in hell Antonio Brown gets traded. There's no way in hell Deshaun Watson gets traded. There's no way in hell all these guys get traded." Until you start to see, like, oh, okay, well. They've, they, and Andrew Brandt would wring his hands over the fact that these teams trade, you know, gave these guys all this guaranteed money. At the end of the day, when you look at the, the ledger, you're like, oh, okay, well, you ended up giving him $50 million guaranteed, but that makes him more appetizing to another team that can trade, like the Rams. The Rams will trade draft picks, and they get a guy that's got a relatively good cap figure, and meanwhile, the, the team getting the draft picks foots the bill. We're probably getting way too nerdy here, but it's just it's it's becoming more and more acceptable. And I, I think that's one thing where I won't be a hundred percent shocked if the Texans don't take a quarterback in this draft. Partly because I think that both D'Amico Ryan's has seen this with the 49ers, and Nick Casario has seen this with the Patriots and just the NFL in general and with him trading Deshaun Watson to the Browns, there's just so many different ways you can come by a starting, starting quarterback these days. It doesn't have to be your first-round pick. Absolutely. No, there's, it's a much more fluid market. That, that, I guess that's – when I ask you that question, Seth, I guess I'm thinking, like, Deshaun wanted a trade. He asked for a trade. He demanded a trade. I, I'll, I'll be anxious to see if we ever see a trade like that that the team is initiating. Like Lamar Jackson would be, I don't think Lamar Jackson wants to play for another team. I think he wants to get paid. He's not demanding a trade from the Ravens. He clearly wants to play for the Ravens. The Ravens just don't want to give him a Deshaun Watson contract. So that's what I wonder. Will we see a team that either the price tag is too high or they really, they're at a stage in a rebuild where getting draft capital actually makes more sense than paying a quarterback and they initiate it? Like right now, it feels like kind of a hedge, right? Right. Like I think the teams, I think right now, because this is what happened with Aaron Rodgers, I don't think anybody at Green Bay really felt like, oh yeah, we fixed this whole thing when they redid, when they gave him the new deal last year. Yeah. I think it felt like, all right, let's structure this in such a way that. 
it, at the very least, like, we can get out of this. Both sides felt like we want to be able to get out of this. And that's why, you know, usually these, you know, like Derek Carr's bonus or guaranteed money was due last week, and that's why they had to cut him. With Rodgers, the guarantees don't kick in until week one. So of that coming gives the season, Packers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that gives Pack, the Packers all kinds of windows to trade Aaron Rodgers. They've got pre-free agency. They've got pre-draft. They've got during training camp when maybe guys get injured or have their own holdouts or what have you. So there are multiple opportunities for the the Packers now to extract the most value out of them. And, and, and basically look at that guaranteed money as a down payment on picks. Yeah, I think if I'm the Packers, the deadline is the draft. Because you're going to get draft picks for him as compensation and you want to try to get... If you do it after the draft, then you're not realizing... One, you're not realizing any of those gains until the following draft. And two, you don't know where those picks are. You trade Aaron Rodgers to a team. You know, you trade with the Raiders before the draft. With Aaron Rodgers, you're getting the seventh pick in the draft. You trade him to the Raiders after the draft. And if Aaron Rodgers blows up and they win 12 games this year, now your first-round draft picks you're getting are 27th or something like that. You know, that's a big difference. I'm thinking about Matt Ryan. Look, I don't think the Falcons were intending to use the – would they guarantee Matt Ryan like $50 million? Oh, a, a lot of money, got a, yeah. Got a third-round pick out of him. Yeah, that didn't All work because out. they got caught looking at Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So basically, like, they walked in. It's seduced. like their wife walked in and saw him looking at some nudie mags yeah. uh, back in the day, and she flipped out yep. and said, hit the, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> they did. Yep. That's what Matt Ryan said. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm You're going to stare here. at Deshaun Watson. I'm out of here. Damn you. I'm going to Indy. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you. All right. Uh, Payne and Pendergast with you uh, on a oh, Thursday. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. That's the trailer wheel and frame text page. Trailer wheel and frame. All right, back to the Astros. This Lance McCullers deal. He's got a uh, he's got an issue with his throwing arm. He's going to be out for a few weeks. Um, not ready for opening day. What What are Lance McCullers' emotions as he deals with the latest go round with arm trouble? That is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.